Floor Boutique. What you wear can turn heads, make you look and feel unstoppable. Lore Boutique, 306 Newberry Street in Boston. An unforgettable shopping experience. WEMF. Need a medical marijuana recommendation like I did? Do what I did. CanacanDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike Can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacanDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient. Nine Massachusetts locations. Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk. Also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation. Get legal. CanacareDocs.com. Welcome to the show where the young jerks celebrating today, aren't we? Yep, that's right. It's two whole years. Two whole years. And my name is Mike Crawford and she is. I'm Lauren Pespisa. And uh, we're going to have a big celebration. There's a lot going on. There's uh, we, so have much news. Though. Yeah, so much <laughs> news, so much happened. We've been gone for, uh, we were gone for a week. We had a major event. We're going to talk all about that. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, we're going to talk about uh, some of the campaigns going on right now. We have a candidate again and a uh, good friend of the show live in the studio, Mike Conley. We're going to be talking to him today. Uh, we have so much going on. Uh, again, it's our two-year anniversary. We are going to have a party, but before we do that, we thought we'd do something very special today. Uh, we have some breaking news that uh, we saw at the cannabis convention. Uh, Will uh, Luger uh, from the campaign to regulate marijuana like alcohol uh, had uh, stated that there was a lawsuit uh, related to the initiative for legalization challenging the initiative, whether it uh, would be on the ballot. Uh, we're very interested to find out the Herald broke the story. Uh, the attorney that has filed the lawsuit, uh, we're lucky enough to have him on the phone right now. Yeah, we got him on the phone. So we're going to just go right to that before we have our little party. Uh, we have attorney John Sophia Sheft, I believe. Am I saying that right, John? Almost. John Sophie Sheft. Sophie Sheft. Sophie Sheft. Okay. And you're with Law Enforcement Dimensions. Uh, I, well, actually... Right? In this matter, I'm with the Bilotti Law Group. I'm also I also practice laws of counsel to the Bilotti firm, and that's how I'm doing this case. So they're involved in this. This is a uh, uh, Bilotti Group. Tell us about the Bilotti Group, if you could, for people that don't. Oh, they're know. a full service law firm in Charlestown. They, you know, we do a great job with personal injury and criminal cases, criminal defense work, and workers' comp, and all, a bunch of other legal issues. And what the uh, Supreme Court lawsuit that you filed? What would it hope to do? I've read. I've actually read the complaint. I see uh, what it would hope to do. But I hope you know you would just tell people again to remind them uh, what you're hoping. The three bullet points. Sure. Well, very simply, we think that the Supreme Court should order that the question on legalization of marijuana not appear on the ballot because the summary that was given to the voters didn't explain what they were signing what they were signing on to and there were two big problems with what voters were told the first is they were just told 
oh, this is to legalize marijuana, but we know it's to do much more than that. It's marijuana, it's concentrated marijuana, what I sometimes call cannabis crack, and it's also... Cannabis um, crack? Cannabis crack. I mean, come on, that that's pretty uh, inflammatory. That's, that's extreme. I, I, I'm a patient, and I know a lot of people who uh, have pain, and they use that. I don't actually use it my, really, you know, you once know, in a while, like, but I just, I don't think it's, cr- like, crack is a word you use for any type of... Uh, cannabis product, even BHO, which I'm not firmly behind either myself, you know, uh, I have questions about it, but you know, I, I think I, w- I want to ask you about that because you know, I, we can get to well, the me, three bullet points. All right, let me go can ahead. I say one thing yes. to you, Mike. Yes. I mean, listen, if you're a patient that uses medical marijuana, I mean, look, I'm not going to judge that. I understand that there are people who need that. And, but this is not for people who need it medically. This is for sale to consumers. And you and I know that there are a lot of concentrated forms of marijuana now, the earwax, the honey butane oil, the shatter, the dabs. People are vaping some of the hash oils, and we know it's got high, high THC. It's not the leafy herb that people think about when they usually think of marijuana. And I just think voters should know the truth of what they are. The other thing, too, is, I mean, you sound like a cool guy. To me, this really isn't even about legalization of marijuana. It's about the commercialization of marijuana and drugs that are much more harmful and much more strong. And it's about putting this stuff, you know, it's about putting THC in food that a lot of times gets in the hands of kids. Well, I think that that's my big issue that uh, I yeah. want to have that conversation there. I, I'm glad okay. you brought that up because I look at it uh, like you guys should be on our side on this, where we're coming from, because... Uh, right now, there is no uh, age restriction. You know, we're talking about 21 plus for cigarettes now. Um, there is no 21 plus for marijuana. The kids are actually the ones that uh, the adults often go to in the black market to get their marijuana. You know, bartender, I once, you know, I still know, actually, he, he had uh, actually said that to a police officer when he was, you know, someone who was trying to uh, set him up and he was not, he was a marijuana consumer. And he would say, I don't sell it to, to kids. I buy it from the kids, the dishwasher out back. Uh, those are the kids that have the access to that market. And, you know, with BHO, uh, it's in a gray area right now, almost in Massachusetts, because technically it is still kind of somewhat, somewhat illegal. Uh, but the police have a hard time pushing the prosecutions because, you know, judges and juries throw it out because of the ballot initiatives. Um, and it is a gray market. Like, why shouldn't we legalize it, make it safer, make it, uh, you know, the commission is going to set the rules and set the market. Uh, you folks act like there's going to be no regulation. There's going to be a commission that says these people are bonded legal. They're doing things scientifically the right way. So there aren't explosions that the guy next door isn't, you know, you know, making BHO. I'm going to blow up my house next door. You know, illegally, and I can't be mad at him right now because there's no legal way for him to do that if he's actually helping patients. Do you know? See what I'm saying? We need a legal market. Right, right. Do you do you hear what I'm saying, John? I I certainly hear what you're saying, and I just I don't agree with you. And I will just say this really simply: if this drug is legalized and commercialized, it is going to reach more people. It's going to reach more kids. More adults. More adults. Yeah, less kids, actually. Cigarette use is down and legal. It's totally legal. How do we do that? Marijuana use is up. So how does prohibition... Yeah, but here's here's the problem. You don't have kids selling beer in high school. The difference is with marijuana, we had had tremendous... Look, I know there are people who smoke marijuana, but the reason why you make drug policy is you make it so you deter the first time or the casual user... 
And frankly, we've done that by keeping marijuana illegal. Less significantly fewer people use marijuana who are young. The other thing you, you, I think you have to understand is that the people who want to legalize marijuana aren't, aren't kind of free spirit users like you. This is an industry. This is big tobacco 2.0. And this is, know, also like eight, eight, this is also 80 plus uh, uh, ballot uh, PPQs put on the ballot that won in every single uh, yeah, place in Massachusetts. The voters and the local that ha- the local people I know, I'm part of that, that helped put those on the ballot. We had no money. We did it as volunteers, local residents. So I think that, uh, again, you're discounting the truth of what, ha- what, what this, yeah, is. this is. Two thirds, two to one have voted yes every single time on well, this. Let me, let me say something about that because I agree that there were, there were certain initiatives that were, you know, put forward by, by regular people that were interested in this. But the one that was actually certified and is, may go on the ballot this is heavily, heavily funded. It's industry, it's industry driven. You should read it because I'll tell you, it gives an automatic preference to people who are currently selling medical marijuana. And here's the thing that I think is kind of outrageous. The people who were interested in medical marijuana said, hey, it's compassionate care. It'll only be for qualifying patients. And now these same people are telling us hey, the medical marijuana people have an automatic preference to sell it on the premises where they're, where they're giving patients medical marijuana, and there's nothing that a community can do. So if you live in a community that approved medical marijuana dispensary because you said, you know what, we really do want to help sick people, now you have no choice. This new law says you've got to allow that same owner to sell marijuana to anybody that comes in the door that's 21 and over. That's a bait and switch. I'm sorry. That so- really is. So, what so would you I think prefer? voters need to know about that. What would you prefer this bill to say then? What are you for? Look, I prefer that marijuana. Right? I prefer that marijuana not be legalized. That not it at continue, all. Right. Not that even for medical. Um, that kids well, kids continue to deal marijuana in the high schools, right. and there's more Wait, violence around guys, marijuana. A harmless guys, plant. let me answer the question if you're going to ask. Okay, me. I'm just. I think medical marijuana should exist, but I think it should be very, very controlled. I think the standards right now for people to get it are a joke. And when you go here and you go to other states, 95% of the people who get medical marijuana don't have the debilitating conditions that they said were going to be covered. So I agree with medical marijuana, but I think it could be regulated much better. I don't agree with legalization. I don't think we need another legal drug in this society. I think we've already decriminalized it, so people aren't penalized significantly. I think the fact that it is illegal makes fewer people use it and get addicted to it. And so with social policy, it's better. Look, I, I get it. People, some people use marijuana, but I don't think we need to have another legal drug. I got three questions for you. I've been using for 17 years on and off, uh, mostly for medical reasons, sometimes Mm -hmm. for pleasure and enjoyment, too, as well, and, you know, uplift your spirit. Um, And never had a crave or addiction like uh, I have with uh, other substances like tobacco, for instance. Mm -hmm. Uh, I found no addiction whatsoever. Um, You know, you might miss it a little bit, but there's no craving. You don't if you don't have it the next day, there's no issue. Uh, 17 years plus, even in, even before that, when I used it, you know, when I was even younger experimenting, when will I get addicted, number one, um, because it's been 17 years, and number two, uh, don't you and some of your colleagues here that have mm-hmm. uh, signed on to this, 
don't you have a financial interest in, in having more arrests around marijuana? And like, because your business is is contracting for police, right? Not at all. Let me explain. Let me. Can I ask you a little trivia question? Yes. First of all, hey, I, I get it. You know, maybe for you and Lauren, uh, your experience with marijuana has been, you know, a good thing in your life. I don't know. I, I don't deny what you're saying. But I will tell you this, the younger you start using this drug, the more likely you are to get addicted. And I just invite you to go to addiction high schools like I have and talk to the kids who are there because they all tell you the same story. They started when they were 11 and 12. And the thing that's so sad is I just, every kid said to me, I, I thought I could stop. I thought it would be easier, but I can't. So look, the fact that some people have a good experience with marijuana doesn't mean that that's how we should create drug policy. You know, we don't. We, yeah, the thing about marijuana, though, the thing that I know about mask. marijuana, let me tell you, because I've no, I've been doing this for a long time. Uh, people with a lot of issues get attracted to marijuana. They think it's going to cure everything. It doesn't. Uh, it sometimes is a temporary band aid. It does help in some ways, well, but it can be a big that. problem. And so you're looking at all those people and saying marijuana is the issue, when the issue is probably something else completely different. And half the time they go on to harder drugs, where they, you know, they also went to the movies, they kissed someone in high school, they. You you know, these things sometimes don't mean because I could point out a hundred people who have used marijuana who maybe continue to use it. I mean, most people don't continue to use it. They don't use any other drugs. It's the exit drug. Right. Uh, right. And and you won't consider that. So that stuff is just no, to me. Look, that's can, you know. Guy, I consider that. But you know what? Let me ask you a question. What was the first year under Massachusetts law where people who were caught with marijuana? had no criminal record whatsoever. What was the first year where that happened? What are you talking about? 2009, I would say, yeah. basically. Wrong. Oh, actually, 19- I mean, people still get arrested for marijuana of larger amounts, but yeah. yeah. Wrong. What? 1975. This is the thing. Since 1975, and I'll show you. I mean, this is my job. The law has said for your first offense being caught with marijuana. Oh, continue a lot of finding you're talking about. So, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? That's that's just good. This is is prosecutor speak. This is what really pees me off about you folks. You don't admit that you ruin people's lives. They ruined my life. I got busted for a joint. I didn't. I got to continue without a finding. Big freaking deal. But you know what? It's on your record. It it's on, on your record, record for life, you and you can't get expo- it. No, and and when you go for certain licenses, and I'm just saying, it affects people's and lives. Even and even you, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It affected my life. Sorry, that, yeah. is, catch that up. is a myth. Yeah. I no, it's not a myth. That. And let me tell you something, Mike. It's I've been a, a prosecutor and I've been a defense attorney. I've seen the criminal justice system from every perspective you can have. And this notion that, you know, marijuana ruins people's lives. Yes, I'm, I'm not going to say there isn't a story you can come up with, but the vast majority of it is just complete misinformation. Complete misinformation. Now, I don't know about you, but, you know, uh, cops aren't pulling people out of hot tubs for a joint. I'm sorry. It doesn't happen. And this notion that we're going mean, to save all this money, that's what we were told about decriminalization. Have you been getting a rebate on your tax bills? It doesn't save money because the police don't enforce marijuana to a great degree anyway. The only time they enforce marijuana is when they find it in conjunction with other crimes, like driving under the influence or breaking and entering or possession of weapons. 
And that's pretty much how it's always been. That's not true. Or, I know so many people just pull over and get busted yeah. for weed. Uh, they might have a taillight out. Uh, they might have been going five miles over the speed limit and leaving a bar late at night, totally sober, uh, because they have a little weed in the car. That yep. it ruins people's lives. Yep. It does. It, ha- it used to, and thank God it doesn't anymore, and for the most part, uh, in Massachusetts. You, you um, said you had no financial interest, but isn't it true? You do. And same, the same thing with all the DAs that have signed I on. Don't, you, I David don't Sullivan have a financial signed on. Interest. In it. What? What's my financial interest? Uh, law drop the lawsuit law. then. Just drop the lawsuit. Make it. Drop it. Law enforcement dollars go down. Uh, savings are created from not enforcing marijuana because there's a lot of marijuana use, and there it's are still. Completely, that's completely wrong. In fact, I, th- I find it so interesting how how you speak out of both sides of your mouth. On the one hand, you <laughs> oh my say, gosh. Hey, how? let me finish what I'm going to say. On the one hand, you say that I'm going to lose money because marijuana is going to be legalized. But then in the other side of your mouth, you say, we'll make all this tax money for law enforcement. That's what's happened in Colorado. The people behind marijuana said to law enforcement, oh, this will be great for you guys. So what is it? No, we said it Here's would be great for education. I, I think it would be great for everybody, for humanity, for It was for society. education, not law enforcement. Sorry. What's that? Rhodes is jumping in. We're we we, we got a uh, we're trying to d- d- give a fair shake to you today, John. Uh, I yeah, have been. Have. I, I even I know what we've gone a little tough, but it's supposed to be Lauren and myself. Uh, we have a sidekick, Rhodes, and okay. we told him to shut up today for the first half, but he keeps jumping in. He can't All help right, himself. Let him jump <laughs> <in>. <laughs> but it's okay. But uh, John, we want to. Uh, I mean, I thank you for coming on today because yeah. we we're discussing this. But again, I do think there is a financial interest, uh, and not just to you, but to the district attorneys, to the prevention groups. Are you part of Mass Prevention Alliance, Heidi Hellman's group? I am. You, you guys, too, because, like, you know, 25% reduction in uh, use and uh, overdoses, overdose deaths in states with medical marijuana uh, use. And I think that goes beyond. I think it's for all marijuana use. There's a reduction in opiate overdoses, and there's a uh, uh, reduction in probably treatment because people aren't on the opiates like myself. Like, they gave me opiates at first for the situation. Mm, I'm in a right. bad back injury, and uh, I threw them out and started using medical marijuana, and thank God. I wasn't even yep. worried about the addiction back then. They never said anything about it. It was just that it made me sick. It hey. made me sick to my stomach, those pills, so I threw them, and I didn't like the way I felt, so I started using the medical and thank God, because yeah. I might be dead from liver disease or overdose. Yeah, and so what's bite. doing the real harm here? And and shouldn't you guys be talking about that? Like, you, Mass Prevention Alliance and the district attorneys never talk about that. It Wait seems like minute. there's a financial thing going on here, where right. they throw in their own money to Let be me, in the campaign against it. I, I hear you. Let me address it, okay? I'll, yeah. I'm going to just say one thing to you and Lauren, and that's this. First of all, everybody in prevention and law enforcement talks about opioids. And the second thing is this, I believe that what you're saying you sincerely believe and you feel strongly about, and I don't question your motives, I really don't, but I really don't appreciate your telling me that I'm against legalization because somehow I have a financial well, That's what people are saying, and it's not just me. That's you know, I, like, I have to ask it, it because like if that. I don't ask it, my audience gets mad because that's what they think. Well, you can ask it, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, I haven't gotten paid a dime for this legal case. And by the way, the Mass Prevention Alliance, the fact that you would say that we somehow want to increase people's addiction because we have a financial interest in that, I mean, that's 
absurd. I, I know it does sound absurd. That, that's what people think in the natural conclusion. Well, they especially can think because whatever they want, but that's absurd. Or they think you're some kind of cult because when when we're pointing out the science about the medical cannabis dropping opiate use, we haven't heard Mass Prevention Alliance say that. We haven't heard the district attorney say that. They, you guys, you said you talk about opiates all the time. Yes, you do, but you never mention that scientific fact, that study that came out, and now there's been a second fact, study. You should bring on the biggest studies out. I'm not a scientist about this. You know, we rely on scientists. We have some of the best scientists in the country advising us. And they're, they're, they're saying that it absolutely should be looked at, and we don't disagree with that. But that the one study that people talk about is the JAMA one. from proof about it. That's a huge study, though. I mean, that's St. John's. These are major people. This is a I, real... I know. I know all about it. Well, I would and love I to hear you guys talk about it. People, uh, there may be people who can benefit medically from marijuana. It's a very, very small percentage of the population. And I don't think we should have this commercialized because we're going to have more young people. How, about, how many people have bad market? backs? Just on that. Like, I have a bad back. That's my situation. I got a bad spinal injury from wrestling. I was a great wrestler, local high Seriously? school wrestling coach. I yeah. wrestled too. Where'd you wrestle? Uh, Triton High School, Bridgewater State. Cool. Okay. And everywhere else, you know, USA wrestling, all that stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, you were good. Yeah, I was all right. I was good for a moment, for like uh, like three, four years. I was an animal, and I, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. where did you wrestle? I wrestled up in New Hampshire at a place called St. Paul's. Oh, wow. I think I heard of them. I'm sure my brother has. We had a great coach. I, w- I was okay. We I had great coaches, too. Unbelievable. <laughs> One of them went to UNH, actually. So uh, we got that in common, John. We, you know, and I think uh, in some ways we we probably do have a lot in common. Uh, yeah. And I appreciate the conversation. I hope actually you continue to come on and actually talk to us throughout the uh, campaign too, as well. But again, I want to leave on uh, the lawsuit because uh, we want to okay. go back to sure. having our party too and let you go. But uh, I appreciate <laughs> the conversation today. Do you have good parties? Yeah, I have, <laughs> our parties are fun. We we have fun here. Okay, we're like uh, the political jokers, uh, young people politics, I guess. And we have fun. We're we're just. Not it's trying to be NPR. Job. Yeah. Don't tell me where they are. I'm going to try and make a lot of money by having the police break in. <laughs> We'd get a lot of press. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be our biggest day. It'd be like a million dollar campaign. Right. It might help It'd us. It'd go viral. Yeah. Mm. Um, especially all the famous people we know would finally come out for one day. I know. You know be there. That'd uh, be cool. <laughs> uh, the, uh, again, John, uh, the, this lawsuit. You yeah. have, uh, w- I started out and I interrupted you. Uh, what is your hope? Because I talked to a lawyer and he said that the first two things that you want, he said there's no chance in hell, he thought. He thinks that the third thing you might get, like you got in the medical. Uh, tell us what you hope and, and what you're asking for with this lawsuit for people to, to, to know well, there, going out here. Yeah, there's two things. Um, we feel that the summary of the law that was on the signature papers that people signed Uh, didn't tell them what was being legalized and the fact that it was a preferential uh, licensing scheme for medical marijuana people. And so, you know, we we think that's serious. I mean, the one question a voter wants to know is, hey, what am I legalizing? And the other question a voter wants to know is, you know, who's going to get the license to sell this stuff? And we think they weren't told that. The second thing we're saying is, and this is a little bit legal inside baseball, but it's a constitutional rule that you can't have an initiative petition that has unrelated subjects. And we think it's an unrelated subject when you have people essentially legalizing more than one drug and you also have people having to decide whether there should be a preferred licensing scheme. So 
that's our case. You know, the third thing we're asking if the court doesn't uh, stop the question from going forward is to rewrite the summary and to rewrite the title of the law so that people know what they're voting on. And that's probably, I believe, is uh, what might, your real end goal is and probably what will happen. Mm, I, <laughs> you you I think, think you're going to get rid of the initiative? You friend. think you can win this? You know what? I really do. Because I, I don't see it. Like the, the marijuana is hashish. Like it's that's the point. Like it's yeah. You, you know, you can call it two classes of drugs and and the legal east, but I, I I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I'd be really surprised. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a little thing called the law, and you know, in Massachusetts, marijuana is different than hashish. It's different than concentrated weed. It's different than all the other stuff that people are getting today and extracting. And it's definitely different than food with unlimited concentrations of THC. I mean, you guys just have to admit that these food products are... You say unlimited, though. There's going to be a commission that's going to take care of that. You know, I mean, that's Mm -hmm. they're going to set limits. It's going to be regulated. There's going to be a legal market. People are going to... um, Again, uh, yeah, we will. Thank you, John, again, for uh, calling in. I think it was a, a good conversation. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Good luck. You too. See ya. See ya. <laughs> wow. That was interesting, huh, folks? Wow, he just went. Right he out just kind of hung up. He kind of got mad at the end. Yeah. I think he kind of threatened us too. In a yeah, he way. threatened to raid us. Oh yeah, my did God. he? Are they gonna raid us? They're gonna swat us. They're gonna catch me with my like one joint. Like, yeah, right, like, right, right. I think well, I got like a like a, a roach somewhere in my bag. Yeah, we got that <laughs> recorded. So if anything happens, like yeah, uh, he sent them. We'll make people listen to it on iTunes. The raid and. Yeah. That would be amazing. It'll be like when Barrett Brown got raided, but yeah. a, little, a little less dramatic. I told him we'll be huge. That would be the biggest marketing yeah, campaign right. ever for us. Right. Uh, we're the young jerks. We were just talking to uh, the director of. Uh, he, he said he this wasn't. It was all part of the Bellotti Law Group. He said, but uh, Le Dimensions. This is his other company. John uh, Sophie Sheft, I believe. Did we say that right? Uh, Something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yes. And he's Sheft, an attorney. Uh, he's also a director with Mass Prevention Alliance. Uh, I actually got to hand it to him because he did call in and talk to us and stuck with us, even though it was a little awkward at the ending. But and he wrestled too, so I mean, I kind of like that. He Uh, didn't. He didn't. You know, he didn't say like things that I liked, but he said what he thought thinks, and it's wrong. And he stood up for himself, like you know, when I was stomping on him. So it was fine. It was good. He he got through the interview, so I'm happy with that. Yeah. But uh, he's uh, filed the lawsuit. Uh, The last part I didn't get to ask was like, when uh, does he hope this lawsuit uh, gets? You know completed when, when do you yeah, expect we, but we we expect very soon we're gonna know well it better not get it off the ballot yeah and, he, and he's trying to get it off the ballot you oh heard the legalization God. of marijuana so that was the first part that was interesting uh i thought we did a pretty good job of keeping it civil but actually uh asking the questions that people wanted to hear uh we're gonna celebrate That's now we're gonna good. go to our big party yep uh, my name is Mike Crawford. And I'm Lauren Pespiza. And we have some other people in the studio. Number one, uh, you already heard him earlier interrupting. He couldn't help himself. He was like amped up. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Say. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Black Lives have been ruined by just a one joint. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know how many black people are in prison? <laughs> yeah, we didn't, even, we didn't even let him uh, have the black. Oh like, my you you would have hammered him, right? I would No, I would have gone all in. Yeah, I I did. No, the fact that he's helping like law enforcement um, um, 
candidates cheat on their officer exam as well. Like, I'll show you how the questions because I watched the video. That's how he's selling it to him. He's like, apparently, if you guys know these two words and these two questions, 99% of the time, the wow. answer would be this. Wow. You know what I mean? So he was like, well, maybe that's education. No, it's not education. It's, that's not, it's teaching to the test. It's, it's no, teaching, teaching you the, the test. test. He's not teaching you to be a good police officer. Yeah. He's teaching oh, you how to pass not. a test. Yeah. That's, all right. That's, that's, well, that's the what they line. do to make money. Yeah. yeah that's you want to make money? But he didn't want to, he got really insulted when I brought that up. Like, and I was like, you know what? I can't help it. I'm, I'm representing my audience to the end I don't care yeah. about anything else but that and uh, the community wants us to ask that question because yeah. that's the way they feel so I we asked the question about and he got really uh, kind of you know he was upset about that you could tell yeah, he didn't bit. like that at all. No, he, he, he insists but that so he obvious. Insists he hasn't made a dime. He and the, no, not like, a dime. No. And the mainstream media won't no. cover this. This is my no. issue: is that they no, don't bring this up. I have no financial interest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, whatsoever. like how is, Why was he doing it then? Like exactly. There's no money in it. Did, did, you know, did you notice in that Boston Herald article that wrote about this that you know that broke the news supposedly? Um, they, I can't believe Boston Herald broke the news. Huh? Yeah, well, they didn't mention that you know the attorney. Um, his connections in the law enforcement industry. Exactly. And it's like, right. why don't you guys ever question the money motive from the district attorneys and the law enforcement and even the prevention like we did today? People say that's crazy and that's bad. And that's a natural question no, that your is. audience wants asked. And we asked it today. Uh, we also have... Uh, Mr. Mike Conley, he's running uh, for Mass State Rep in the studio. What's up, Michael? Hey, doing, the show. doing great, man. The show's going really well. Congrats on two years. Thank you. And what did you think about that last interview? Were you interested with your ears? Were you wanting to jump in, say you anything? Know, you know, I mean, one of the things I was thinking as we were talking about it, and he was making the point that, you know, could there be unintended consequences with this ballot question? Um, and I think that's a fair question, and, and you know, um, I mean, I support the question, don't get me wrong, but I think it's a fair question. And what it made me think about is, gee, wouldn't it be great if our state legislature said, let's all work together and craft the best policy we can as legislators, as opposed to saying, you, the people, go out, draft your own law, collect thousands and thousands of signatures, mount your own campaign to do something that polls tell us people are pretty supportive of to begin with. So, and then we'll fix it after. And then we'll fix it after. So, <laughs> That's what they you say. Know, yeah. I, and we see this a lot. You know, I just came from a transit forum that we organized, and we're talking about raising revenue here in the Commonwealth. And the best idea we have is, once again, you people, you go out, collect tens of thousands of signatures, and we can put a question on the ballot in two and a half years to raise revenue, the, the raise up fair share tax. I'm all for it, but I gotta say, wouldn't it be great if our legislature actually tackled some of these issues? And that's why you're here today, aren't you? And that's why I'm here. You're running for stay route. I let's am. let's just make sure people know I'm that. Running Mike, for stay we're gonna route. give you a round of applause too, because you, right. you took action this week. You were the friggin' G. We got the phone call, let's take it. But you we watched you in action. I loved it. Mike Conley came down for the big uh, hearing for sage cannabis medical marijuana it was a close city council vote we thought uh, it ended up being all in our favor unanimous yeah, it was awesome. the speakers just one after another we were killed it and the first one up the first one who signed up uh, the right way was uh, mass state rep mike conley and he brought up the statistics and the facts and you just really helped us you got quoted on the news story uh you helped us get sage cannabis the medical marijuana dispensary in cambridge you testified when it counted you helped us uh but behind the scenes talking to people getting us the yeah, right man. connect i want to thank you so much for oh. it let's give mike conley a round of applause oh, for that well. 
And also, while we're on the topic of uh, Sage Cannabis, we got to thank all, everybody, uh, especially the city councilors that voted yes, for it. Thank you. Uh, especially Jan Devereaux. I love that lady. Uh, Jan Devereaux right now. She's freaking amazing. Um, and Mark McGovern, another guy that just, he really did. He, he you know, and uh, yeah, we got a problem with the phone call. Thank you. Uh, Herbie, are you paying attention? We should get rid of the phone call if they can't keep their sound down when we're talking. 617-500-7100. Uh, if you're... Calling in, keep the noise down in the background while we're talking. You know, we'll introduce you in a second. Uh, we're the Young Jerks. We're every Saturday at 6 p.m. We like your phone calls, but they got to be good. You yeah. can't be uh, too much noise, right? Go to the bathroom first. Yeah, go to the bathroom <laughs> first. Thank you, Colin. Watch the toilet first. So again, uh, and 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 uh, you know, Nadim, uh, obviously awesome. Uh, Lee Lan Chung, unbelievable. Um, I even want to thank someone who I went after this week, Craig Kelly. Mm -hmm. um, all those, every single city, and the mayor, the mayor, uh, she's amazing too, Denise Simmons. Everyone on the city council that voted for this, uh, Sage Cannabis, I want to thank. Let's give them all a round of applause because we were all there. We were a part of it. Um, I also want to thank the coverage too of the uh, Cambridge uh, Day. Is Cambridge it? Day, They're yes. amazing. Mark Levy. Yeah, the guy's the... amazing. I shook his hand. I, I, he's called me before. He did a little, little quotes on another story. He's quoted the, sto the show many times now. Um, the story with Nadim and the uh, the hate speech. He, he quoted us heavily on that. Oh, yeah. um, but I just love that little newspaper because it gives you real good news. I learn stuff all the time. Um, but it's straight. It's not a bias that I see in the Globe and the Herald. It's uh, real it, clean coverage. It, it covers what actually happened right. at City Hall. Yeah, Cambridge Day is an absolute treasure, I think, to the community. And it's unfortunate that it's it's so remarkable. I wish that was the standard. It's but, a print and online, is. and they did a great story uh, on uh, that, what just happened this week at they the did. City Council. Finally in Cambridge, we won. Thank God. I amazing. know. Uh, well, yeah, it was just. It was nice to be on the right side of history, is the yeah. way I would look yeah. at it, because I think this is uh, a real milestone. And yeah, as as I had <laughs> mentioned at the meeting, uh, it's remarkable. Thirty seven thousand Cambridge residents uh, came out voted and yes for medical medical marijuana versus how many for all the city council candidates? Eighteen thousand or something. In the most recent city council election, yeah, a little over some something over seventeen thousand people combined. That's like in everybody, total. including uh, the ones so, who won and all the other candidates. And there were a lot of the candidates that were heavily contested this year. Uh, we have a phone call, I believe, right, Herbie? You got the phone call. Let's take the phone call. They've been waiting. Uh, hey, who's on the phone line here? Hey, this is Steve Mandilli. How's it going? Good. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. I've been listening to the show. I wanted to call in after her. the last call there, talking bad about cannabis and everything. <laughs> Terrible. Last two days, last three days, I've been driving around the state helping two guys stay off of opiates that were two veterans. And you're a veteran. That, uh, you're a veteran, yes, too. Two, Make sure you let Two it. veterans that are fighting for their lives to stay off of the opiates with cannabis. Uh, one guy was actually told that he couldn't use cannabis. Um, then he started using it with his doctor. The VA switched his doctors. They put him, they said no cannabis, put him back on Suboxone. Then they blamed him for um, the fact that he still uses cannabis. So they took him off of Suboxone, cold turkey, after putting him on it, and are telling his caregivers that they don't know what's best for him. And his caregivers are his family members. And this guy is hanging on by a string. 
That's awful. And you deal with it this is. all the time, don't you? You see cannabis help people yep. a lot, veterans especially. You work with veterans, and uh, yep. you're a veterans advocate. I mean, uh, so you were listening. Were your blood boiling during our interview? Do you think we were strong enough against them? How do you think it went? I think you were. Um, I, I think people that think like that aren't going to think they're wrong, ever, no matter what science comes up. They want to talk about science when they want to prove how bad it is, but they don't want to talk about science when they want to prove how good it is. Yeah, like the opiates thing. I, I, I said oh. your organization's not talking about it. Why not? And he said, oh, it's one study. Um, do you, Would you... Um, you know, like, do you think that we were wrong to say that there could be a financial interest there? No, I think it should be transparent. We should know, you know, if people question it and they can't ask him and you're the voice of the people, then you should ask them if people are doubting him and questioning it. And the answer that he gives will be the, you know, what we go by. And if it sounds kind of weird and he gets defensive, then people might draw conclusions. Do you, do you think that uh, there is a financial interest, though, in these people being against it? What do you think? Uh, I do. I yeah. think there's stalling on it to make it so they can profit from it. Because right now, they don't know how to do that. Yeah. And they know how, how important this is to all the people that use it. And we're no longer their patients on their pills. But, right. So they want to get us back. Yeah, you know, and I think there's, there's, there's budgeting, there's government budgeting, that, you know. Yep. Marijuana is a huge, uh, you know, usually wide sub. You know, uh, it's 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 a huge number of people who use have used it. Right. Uh, there's a lot of law enforcement arrests still on it, even in Mass, which has some of the right. lowest. But it just, uh, I think there's money. I I do too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. I mean, I don't know what the price tag of like the twenty to thirty medications I was on at one time for a few years. That but was covered by. Insurance. I imagine. Yeah. No, it's covered by the VA. So all right, that money, right. all those pills are already bought. Yeah. So they have to get out the door. Yep. I, I yep. don't even have to order them. They yep. just come to my house, yep. you know, because they're bought and paid for. So keep wow. taking it. So let me yep. ask you a question, Stephen. Uh, we have Mike Conley, who's running for state rep, mass state rep here. He's a friend of the show. He's actually been a guest co-host here as well. Do you yep. have any questions or comments to him uh, running for state rep right now? Uh, I'm just hoping, um, been reaching out to the governor for help with a, uh, Veterans trying to get off opiates with cannabis. I know it's a it's a federal problem with the VA, but at least in the state, I feel like we should be leading the way on taking care of our veterans. I mean, there's over over 2,000 registered medical marijuana patients in Massachusetts that are veterans, and um, we went from being given free uh, opiates, you know, hand over fist, to uh, struggling to pay our mortgages now because we are taking medicine that's helping us and I, I want some relief from that and I know that's what the guys want too and the girls thank you Stephen you have any comment on that Mike Conley running for state rep you know I I think that um, I fully agree and and I will say when I started this campaign a few months ago when I started talking to folks and I was here a couple months ago I actually announced when I mm -hmm. was here that I wanted to run um, I was intending to talk about affordable housing, public transportation, early childhood education, and this yep. opioid issue has to be at the top of any any yeah. list of issues. It, ha it, yep. it is in it's insane, you know. And I, I grew up yep. in Norwood, Massachusetts, uh, in yep. public housing there, and I'll, the whole generation that I grew up with, we see this and we all see this. You know, we hear about it from our friends. We see it on Facebook Ooh. every day. We see people die. And, you know, we see yep. people die. And, you know, more has to be done. And I think you're exactly right. And, you know, yep. I know I know in Kentucky right now, they're actually 
um, considering a lawsuit against one of the uh, pharmaceutical companies, this this Purdue Pharma. I don't know if anyone around here has heard about this thing. Yeah, I have. So I think that we have to consider all sorts all of options, avenues. All avenues. Well, what about the weed specifically? Do you think that um, yeah. you think that for veterans that it should be special rights and people should just totally? You're all for medical and legal, right, Conley? Yes. Yeah. So he's with you on on the medical yeah, weed right. over opiates, right? Right. Would you would you speak out? Would you bring up the you know the the uh, case study we talk about? The scientific is a JAMA study, J A M A. Uh, you can, all you got to do is put it in. You know, Newsweek broke the story. Uh, you can just put it in there. Uh, opiates reduce uh, ca- uh, cannabis reduces opiate overdose deaths. Right. And the right. studies come right up. It's just one study that's in a big, wide ranging study. Would you bring that up in, in some of your stump speeches and into your legislature right. and to the governor of Massachusetts that we Absolutely. need to do this to help veterans? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it I, helps them get off. Yeah, I, I got my start really as an activist, organizing, mm-hmm. act, you know, doing activism, trying to change the conversation around issues because that's the only way you really right. make progress. It, it's by completely changing the conversation we're having. And yes, I would. Raise those studies and and do everything that I can to really get us to the place where we can address this. And and then there's the whole other issue, which is just I think there's too many people out there who are living without much hope. You know, I mean, whether and, right. and of course, if, if you're suffering from like post-traumatic stress disorder or some sort of, you know, uh, disability from being overseas or being in the service yeah. and, and fighting for our country, then. You know, it really is uh, just unconscionable that now you're suffering with opioid uh, addiction, and and we're not we're not really delivering the resources or the programs to meet the challenge. Right. It's 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 right. really sad. Yeah, in fact, we're limiting them. It was it was super upsetting at first, but I found myself not being able to do anything with that emotion of being upset. So I decided to uh, take it upon myself with my uh, family, my friends, other veterans, and we started uh, started an organization called Veterans Alternative Healing, and that's what we're doing now. Um, we've given we feel like we've given the VA a long enough chance to take care of us, and with the fact that you know there's over 22 killing themselves a day, no telling how much of that involves opiates because that that would be a HIPAA violation if they told us. But I, I just being on that stuff for ten years, I can't imagine that anyone's. It's not healing anybody. Yeah. It's just making people worse, numb. Yeah. and that's not that's not healing. Yeah, and it ends up killing right, you, right. no matter what. Right. It, it just kills your soul, your body. I knew that right away yep. when I was taking those. Yep. Thank you so much for calling yes, in. I, I really thank gotta, you for what you do. You're, you're the man, Stephen Mindilli. I know. Tell us about thank your you. new organization man, that you just started too. Again, uh, it's Veterans Alternative Healing Incorporated. Uh, our paperwork's in for our 501c3 to be federally recognized. We're just waiting for that. And you uh, have a Facebook right for that, way. too, right now, right? Yeah, it's, it's on Facebook just as Veterans Alternative Healing. We're working on a website. Like I said, it's just uh, myself and my wife, who's my caregiver, and a few veterans awesome. that are 100% stable trying to make something happen. But we're not going to quit. We'll work at our pace, and we're not going to quit. That's what I like about yep. you. You're always interested on it. You want to talk to these politicians. You want to yep. push it just yes. like we do. We love you, Stephen. Yep. Next time we have John on, too, we're gonna, we got to remember to bring you in, too, because I think that would be I'd a good voice. i again. Yeah. Had a blast. Nice. Thank you, John. Uh, thank you, uh, Stephen Mandilli, for calling in. Yes. Uh, our veteran thank you, guys, for everything you do. Congratulations on the two years. Yeah. Woo-hoo! Uh, thank pleasure you. Pleasure being with you and friends of all of you. Thank you. Uh, Bye. Bye. Aww. 
with the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. That was our uh, friend. He's a he's a veteran. Yes. Yeah, he he reps the veterans. He's he's a good guy. I'm yeah. glad we met him. Yeah, uh, he's Stephen a really good guest too. Yeah, and uh, we're in the studio. Uh, the Young Jerks celebrating our two year birthday. And do we call it a birthday or anniversary? I call it anniversary and then birthday. I don't know which one is, is it. it? Birthday anniversary. It's know. it's the same thing, right? <laughs> they say it's your birthday. Two years. It's like two years just went by at WEMF Radio, yeah, and then just here. like a like we were here like two three months or something after EMF Radio started. So now it's our birthday, and yeah. uh, it's been two years. It's also my birthday week. I just oh. had a birthday. Happy um, birthday! Happy birthday, yeah. birthday! Yeah. So we're gonna we're having oh. a big celebration here. We celebrating also uh, Sage Medical Marijuana. It's a pretty um, good, pretty bunch of things to celebrate, I guess. Yeah, and the in the New England Cannabis Convention last week was that huge was as well. And uh, that you know everything that's fun. going on in the show, things are getting bigger on the show with a new podcast. We've charted again. We moved up in the ratings. Like <laughs> we're we're becoming like a national, worldwide. Listen to show more oh people gosh. listen to us on podcasts, but our numbers are huge live too. You see, we get the phone calls all the time. Yep. Sometimes we can't take them. Our phone call, our phone lines aren't always easy to get through on, as people might notice. A lot of times it just rings and rings and yep. rings. That's because usually we have someone else on the line or we're busy. Um, that's our busy signal. When it rings and rings and rings, just means you got to call back later, yeah. maybe keep, a minute or two trying. later. Just keep trying. Uh, we we get a lot calls. of calls. We we like to take them, but we can't take them all. We we do our best. Yeah. 617-500-7100. If you listen on a podcast, you should listen Saturdays at 6 p.m. Be a part of the show. Listen and call in. Participate. Yeah, you're you're on the record forever with us. I mean, yeah. it's you get to talk we to love, us. We love people. Don't just calling. listen in, in the Philippines or wherever you are. Like, we found out, like, all these people, foreigners, and listen to us. Yeah, too. there's, like, a lot of Indian listeners. Yeah, Chinese. Are, are they really listeners? I know. I'm just I like, I don't know. Where's that crazy. coming from? Through iPod and Stitcher and stuff. Yeah. Um, with again the young jerks here every Saturday at six PM at WEMF Radio. We want to thank our sponsor, CanaCadDocs.com. Yes. They really are doing it for us. Uh thank Rhodes Pier. Right here. The sidekick. On air talent. Yeah, who I yelled at last week. <laughs> no apology for that. Where's Dan the man? I yelled at Lauren yeah. and she had a seizure last week. I mean <laughs> I didn't apologize for that. But I will apologize for one thing from last week. Uh, no, I say last week, two weeks ago. Yeah, that was a while ago. Our last show was uh, we were on a call with this great caller named Carly, and I kept calling her Tamara, and then Dan the man called her Tamara, and she never corrected us. Oh, Listen back to the podcast, you might have oh. noticed. Yeah, so we're, 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 sometimes it gets really heated, and it was a, it was a crazy weird show, show last week. It was, like over, it, was, it was overly heated in this yeah. room. And we had a lot well. of calls, and it was yeah. good, though. It was a good show still, even though there was a lot of mistakes, a lot of issues with that show, but it was great People two weeks ago. It. Yeah. And we're back again, and we knew we were going to have a great show because they say it's our birthday. And we got another call. Uh, we're not, we'll take the call, but we're not going to talk to him right now. We're going to put him on hold. We want you to hold on. We're going to actually go to a break. We've been going for like 40 minutes, I know, 49 I know. I minutes. We, we, this is like, we do two, two segments and like what everyone else, no, three segments and what everyone else does in one. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. We just keep going and going and going. It's time to take a break. Yes. We're with Mike Conley. Mike Conley's looking at me going, yeah, well, I don't do this at any other radio station. You guys are <laughs> nuts. Like, yes, we are. This is what our listeners like. 617 500 We're the Young Jerks here every Saturday at 6 p.m. We're going to take all your calls as many 
many as we can yep. until uh, 7.30. We're going to talk to Mike Conley. We're going to get the folks up uh, from Bay State, the Bay State Examiner yes, on as well. should be here. We're going to take all your calls. Happy birthday to the Young Jerks. Uh, <laughs> we're going to take a break, Herbie, and we're going to come right back. My name is Mike Crawford. She is Lauren Vespiza. And we're the Young Jerks. We'll be right back. Candy Care Docs, compassionate, compliant, confidential. Welcome back. We're back. We're back, and we hear the echo. You know what that means. We're probably waiting on the phone with Dan the Man. Yep. It's not his computer because he's on break at work. I don't know what it is, but there's always an echo with him. You ever notice that? Maybe, yeah, maybe he's working. He's got us on speaker or something. Yeah, you have us on speakerphone, Dan the Man? Nope. What's going on with you today? Ah, uh, nothing. I'm at work. I'm on break. So I was thinking about you guys, so I figured I'd give you guys a call. You're dedicated. You waited we the whole break on on us. your break, oh, on our break, yep. and you just held on. So what's what's up? What do you what do you want to say to us today? Um, happy anniversary for the 15 years, which is today. Thank you. Um, I'm popular now. Like everyone's been talking about me on the radio show. They have oh, I bet everywhere you, you go. You're like a big star. Everywhere I go, even at work, people are like, oh, I heard you on the radio last week. How did it go? Nice. I want to, I want to come and see you on the radio again. So that they want me to go on the radio again. Oh, they want you back up here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably should be. Well, next thing you know, you'll be asking us for money. Well, no, we got to get Market Basket to give him. Yeah, give can us we get? Money. Can you get Market <laughs> Basket to sponsor it? Sponsor you guys? Yeah. Sponsor you on our show, yeah. Sponsor all of us. Yeah, I see, I'll see what I can work up. I think I can work something out. I, I was thinking about we should call Hottie T and tell him he has to come down to thank Dan the Man for being the Market Basket right. ambassador on our show. He's Market Basket on, uh, relevant, you know? Right. We're always, he's, we're always talking about it. Yeah. I'll call him, Mike, for you. So what do you, you, you think uh, two years we should keep going or not? <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys, you definitely keep going. Should I, I almost fired Rhodes and and even Lauren last week when she had a seizure. Do you think uh, I should do that, or do you think I should keep him? You just keep Lauren. Give her a break. She was having a tough week. That but you, tough you day that, but that fire day. Rhodes. Fire Rhodes and replace him with uh, with me. Oh, oh! see that? I saw that one coming a mile away. Wow, Rhodes. Wow. Dan the man, you're persuasive. We'll talk. <laughs> oh man. Thank you for calling in, Dan. You're welcome. You guys have a good night. You, you too. too. Bye now. Bye. Aw, oh, it's like a little party. Poor Rhodes. Yeah. No, I got to, you know what, too? It's, uh, we had to cut the call with Dan because that, that echo was bothering me. Yeah, I know. That's annoying as hell. But he was good. Uh, good call. Yeah. Uh, I also want to apologize. Like two or three weeks ago, I gave him, like, I was kind of cold to him. Yeah, no, we about, like, he called in about fam- his, death like, in the family grandmother and like, dying, and I'm just like, we did you call tired. the governor? <laughs> it was a tense week too. Everyone yeah. was kind of tense. That Sometimes week. I can be rude to people, but <laughs> if they still come back and call back, or that's I, cool. Yeah, Dan, I respect that. Yeah, well, he's and in fact, he's 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 like getting all kinds of, I guess, publicity in his life. Yeah, in his life, everyone knows that he's at market on the show. basket. I'm happy. I'm happy. I hope he. I hope he walks tall in market basket. Yeah, having been on our show. Yep. We made him famous. We made him famous. I'm glad he's not too big for it, too. Like, he's, uh, sometimes people get famous and then you don't hear from him. They go all Johnny Menzel on you. Right, right. (laughs) They don't show up for work anymore. Starts following some other radio show then. Yeah. Yeah. He gets too big for us. Right. Some of that's happened to my friends recently. I won't name any names. But 617-500-7100 is our phone number. We got a lot of people in the studio. Yeah. Uh, we came back. We've been playing a lot of, uh, prints today. Uh, rest in peace, Prince. Right. Um, yeah. 
Um, and uh, we have in the in the studio again is uh, running for Mass State Rep, Big Mike Conley, who came from an event. He brought us some signs about it solving transit and traffic problems in the Cambridge corridor, uh, which was at the Cambridge Senior Center today in Central Square. Uh, Mike Conley running for state rep. So what was going on at this event, and uh, what's the purpose of it? Well, you know, the purpose is um, tr- something that, I'll tell you, I've been talking to folks all over Cambridge, all over Somerville. Everybody is concerned about the future of the MBTA. Uh, many of us are concerned about traffic. Huge deficit. And, you know, it's interesting because I think if you talk about housing, if you talk about education, different people come from very different places. You know, you might live in a luxury tower or you may be living in a dilapidated apartment. There's some division there. But when it comes to transit, everybody feels traffic the same. Everybody feels the pain with the MBTA the same. And so you would hope, and and we do hope, that we can really uh, come together to focus people. But yet it's such a huge problem. The roads are... uh totally traffic nightmare it affects my life every day this traffic where i just moved it's just a nightmare i'm telling you driving in boston is a nightmare and the public transportation isn't much better um it's true and yeah young young jerks is great there is actually a um not to mention the competition but w i think it's wbur is doing a great series right now on congestion in, in the greater boston area talking about how you know, how does development play into it? How does funding transit play into it? So FYI, check that out. Um, also listen to The Young Jerks every Saturday <laughs> at 6 to 7.30 p.m. For sure. Oh, thank or you. subscribe to our podcast. Yeah. That said, um, at this forum, we had some amazing guests. We had State Senator Pat Jalen uh, from Somerville mm. and, and Cambridge. We had uh, Cambridge City Councilors Dennis Carlone and Jan Devereaux as well. And we had some of the best advocates. We had Raphael Mars from the Conservation Law Foundation, Ellen Reisner from Somerville Transportation Equity Partnership, Christy Pecci from Massburg. And, you know, I I think the thing we, we focused on most was the fact that our public transit system just isn't being funded. There's a $7.3 billion maintenance backlog. There's no clear path as to how we will address that. At the same time, uh, many of us here in Cambridge and practically everyone in Somerville, we're talking about the Green Line extension, which actually uh, is something that the Commonwealth committed to doing some 26 years ago. And yet here we are 26 years later, and it's still in limbo. There will be further discussions with with MassDOT and, and with you know the, the administration uh, in the next month or two. And so I think, you know, a lot of people are asking questions. How are we going? You know, because the city's growing. Cambridge oh, is yeah. growing. It's Boston's growing. Absolutely. Buildings are going up. People are moving here. But our transit infrastructure isn't keeping up. And I think that the the net result, if we don't invest in transit, is that we, you know, the, the issues of us becoming a city of rich and poor are only going to be made worse because... Uh, people who can afford to live in the urban core are going to do so. Right. All of, you know, I'll say all of us. I don't know. Is anyone here rich? Yeah. All of us around this table. All of us regular. Pl- yeah, all plebs. of us. You know, <laughs> regular folks are going to be. You know, are being pushed further and further away. And so, that's really what we tried to address, and we had some great conversation about it. Excellent. Uh, we are the Young Jerks. We're every Saturday at six p.m. My name is Mike Crawford, also known as Mike Can, and, and she. This is Lauren Vespiza. 
Yeah, you got in that now. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do, right? I know, I know. <laughs> how, how do you think we've done so far today? Is it you've been seizure free? I've been yes, I've been much in a much better, more balanced mental state. This it's week. less stressful, even though we didn't. Every week. Oh wait, uh, we had a call. We forgot oh, wow. about. Wow. Who's on the line? Did you forget about the call. Oh, yeah, my we gosh. did. Who is totally. it? Who is it? Who do you think? I can't tell actually. I'm. Yeah, who is this? Someone else? Ellen Brown. Oh, oh Ellen. Wow. Ellen! You usually don't call, so we're not expecting it. Usually we see you in studio. Actually, I'm a, a long-time listener, first-time caller. Yes, and you're uh, a part of the show, too. So what's going on? You're out in Extravaganja today, out in uh, the western part oh, of the state. Oh, Extravaganja. Yeah, I UMass. remember that. I forget UMass. What happened today there? Back in the day. Fantastic. I'm actually still in traffic listening to the show. <laughs> How many people there? Thousands and thousands of people. Awesome. It was it was wonderful. It was a great event. Uh, Donna Hackett was also one of the speakers. Nice. Uh, Sean Judge of the New England Veterans Alliance yeah. was one of the speakers. So I have great. him um, recorded and I have her recorded. It was great. Excellent. I also spoke myself. Uh, Kara spoke from NIC, so it was really, it was really nice. Nice, and uh, I, I did uh, Scott Patano. Uh, Scott, he was on probation. Oh, couldn't smoke weed with us. He can do it now. And I think he's off. Did you see him smoking any weed? Did you just get to smoke some weed with Scott? But Scotty from Social High. You know, what? yeah, from Social High, he was actually uh, two tents down. No, I did, I did see him, but I didn't, I didn't actually uh, smoke with him. So I can either confirm or deny. But I'd like to think he was able to. I hope so. Been a great event to smoke at. Were there people smoking there? Oh my gosh! It was like the Boston mm. Freedom Rally. It was, cool. it was wonderful. Um, my friend's driving right now. We're all medicated. <laughs> nice. Wow! I, I want to thank you uh, for the New England Cannabis Convention last weekend. You that was awesome. did the programming with your friend Eve Marie. That was awesome. That was an amazing event. Thank you for having us all there. Oh, Mike, thank you so much. It was wonderful. Um, I recorded your panel. It was fantastic. Yes, Being it was. Being change in New England. It was great. I got to see Laura. I got to see, I don't know if Rose is in the house, but it was He's wonderful here. to see him, too. Awesome. Ellen, you were like... Hmm. I was gonna say Ellen. She just looks amazing when she yeah. was there. Like she's like this magical like weed fairy that's just like directing everything and like in control of the situation. <laughs> I'm like I'm like a mess. I'm sweaty. I'm running around. I you look good going too. On. You both look great. She's perfect. You both. I love now. you guys. We <laughs> had so much fun. Um, and also, great job with Sage Cannabis. I uh, I was teaching up at NIC. I was teaching cultivation, so I was fighting a good fight somewhere else. But I, it was wonderful to see uh, that the dispensary got pushed through for Cambridge. Yeah, and your friend awesome. KP too that came up on the show. She, she was, was there. Yeah, she, she testified. Was. She knew all, like some of the city councilors. She's like old friends with them. She's she's quite the. I love. We got to get KP back up here too. <laughs> Can you arrange that for us, Ellen? delighted to come on excellent we have some other people in the studio so uh anything you want to leave us on on our two-year anniversary oh my god i just uh wait what did you say <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything you want to leave us out on on our two-year anniversary because we do have some other people in the studio here happy we gotta... birthday <laughs> to you uh, that's what i want to say two years like that's fantastic you guys have worked so hard and um you're absolutely uh, making a dent in the movement and keeping everybody um, well-informed with the most 
uh, recent updates, what's going on politically, and you're also keeping everybody in the loop with what's going on in the cannabis community. So thank you so much, Mike, and um, Lauren, and Rose, and Herbie, for all your great work. And thank you for having me on the team. I'm, I'm just happy to be on. Thank you, Ellen. Thank you, Ellen. With the young I love jerks. you guys. I'll see you next week. Woo-hoo. See you next week. With the young jerks, Alan Brown's coming in next week. Uh, I, you know what? We got to try to invite Scott uh, Batano. Yeah, let's get Scott. He, he, he he's calls fun. in. He's, he's been fun. a guest on the show. We want him back up. His yeah. social high is blowing up. He's, yeah. he's got a lot of things happening there. We want to talk to him about that. And we want to see if he's smoking up. Like, oh, well, my how, gosh. How I know, it? right? You can smoke with him. It'd be great. Yeah. So we're the Young Jerks. We're every Saturday at 6 p.m. We also have uh, the folks from the Bay State Examiner here. Yes. yes. Andrew and Maya. Howdy, howdy. Yeah, we oh we did get microphones sorted yeah, out, yeah. so we got them yeah. both microphones. Nice. I don't even know who did that. Was it Rhodes? Was it no, Herbie heard, too? Herbie, oh, the God. man working. It like I always man. say Herbie, don't worry about it. it. We can share mics, but Herbie wants to do that. That's cool. Um, we're the Young Jerks uh, here every Saturday at six p.m. And now we have the the folks uh, from the Bay State Examiner, and we got more phone calls coming in. I don't know if we should take everyone. What do you think, guys? Think. think um, We're running out of time. You want yeah, to take? No. Yeah, if the if the phone call can hold on, if you can just wait and be quiet, we, they, we we'll take your call. But we got to talk to the Bay State Examiner first. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Do you have right, some questions so. for them? Yeah. Yeah. So what is what is the latest on the um? This is about the records. Okay. Right. <laughs> that, yeah, sure? I mean, uh, we should just say the Bay State Examiner is a publication online. Right. Mm-hmm. Funded by the Boston Institute of Nonprofit Journalism. You guys have your website, uh, thebaystateexaminer.com. You guys cover stories. You've got a big following. Um, just the one story you did on our show helped us out. We got a lot of traction <laughs> right, from right. that. Um, so you're a journalist. You look for freedom of information. You always have a lot of stories you're covering. Right. We've been- you, We've been doing a uh, column every other week. It's in on our website and in Dig Boston. And what's going on right now? Like, what are some of the most recent stories or any updates you can give us well, from last mo- time? The most recent story that we have is um, the Pittsfield Police lost a certain number of their uh, booking videos. They still right. haven't told us how many. And we called them out on it. Uh, after months of us sort of digging and digging and digging, the DA had turned over absolutely no uh, record of having told any defense attorneys about this. So we published, you know, that these notifications never happened. Yeah, so, I mean, these booking videos are potentially evidence in people's, like, criminal cases. So if it goes missing, it's not just, like, no big deal. <laughs> right. It's, the case it's, Yeah, it's pretty out. important. In yeah. an OUI case, I mean, that's, that's pretty so much... So they had... Yeah, so they had... Um, they lost an unknown number of them in a hard drive crash, which we only found out, not because they like publicly told anybody, but because we requested this particular booking video for a story we were working on. And they we, they took our money like after the video had gone missing. And then like months later, we had to call them back like repeatedly, repeatedly over and wow. over and over again. And they finally were like, we're refunding your money because the hard drive crash like destroyed this video. Wow. Hmm. Which, so actually, there's sort of an update on it. <laughs> yeah. But well, I guess we'll get to that. Sure. Like, Let's go through the story first. Sure, sure. So um, we were looking for the the booking video of Phyllis Stankiewicz. Uh, She was arrested when the police were sent out to her address by mistake. Oh, right. Oh, swatting type thing? She was like 88. She was like 88. She was 88. Yeah, and it wasn't really swatting. It was just a dispatcher. Yeah, made a mistake. The dispatcher gave like a similar street name, but like. Like you guys came to the wrong address today because you thought it was Boston, <laughs> well, and not Cambridge. Right, you know right. that's what the yeah. WEMF website or uh, Facebook page or Google says. Or it is that in Boston? I don't yeah. know. One ten. Was Brooklyn, it Facebook Boston? or the Google? Right. Facebook. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> so fix the, that like, so right uh, now. Holy the crap. dispatcher sent these. Not cops. our website. 
Um, Not our Facebook. The station <laughs> uh, one. The dis- oh, wow. The dispatcher sent these cops to the wrong house looking for a person like with a baseball bat a causing a disturbance. Outside with a baseball bat causing a disturbance. Oh, my um, gosh. But instead, you know, and, and they checked with the uh, neighbors, you know, according to their police reports. And, you know, no disturbance going on. They confirmed that. But that didn't stop them from, you know, just sort of rolling up to her house, you know. One of them says they knocked on the door. The other one said they called through the door. Because it was open. Yeah. Either... Like two con- they contradict each other. Oh, I my mean, gosh. But, but don't worry about that. Don't worry that about that. That happens a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they they both agree that Phyllis Stankiewicz comes to the door, you know, wielding a knife. This tiny kitchen knife. It's the blade knife. is the size of, like, a pen cap. Yep. And so uh, they, they snatch away her knife. They, like, try to tell her, you know. How old is this lady? 88. 88. Oh, my God. So... They she's a threat. Oh, of course. Are you oh my gosh. Me? Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, they like, got- like I'm gonna tell you something. I had, uh, you know, we live with someone who's older, and she accidentally called 911. Actually, I think it was more than once, but uh, one time I was there, the cops came, and the cops, the cops in our town were so cool about it when they realized when they saw her, her age. Yeah. I mean, that's the appropriate. I was right, happy. Right. I was like, wow, these cops are well, great. Wait for it. <laughs> right. All right. So I, I want to hear what. Okay, go ahead. Now. So, so they detain her in her own home. Um. You know, presumably because they think she might be outside with a baseball bat. I don't know. Uh, anyway, and she's she wants to leave. They well, she orders them to leave. They won't leave. She tries to leave. They get in a shoving match with an 88 year old woman detaining oh. her inside her own home. Oh my gosh! So they start saying, you know, according to the police reports, "Don't touch me! Don't touch me!" So she slaps one of them across the face. <laughs> oh my goodness! She probably should have. Yeah, yeah. Well they probably touched her. Funny! Oh my gosh! So they arrest her for what? So they, they her for put her on the ground yeah. because Ooh. she was resisting. Oh my gosh! Are they pointing guns and tasing her? <laughs> Who knows? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So what do they charge her with? Assault uh, and battery on a police officer. Was she hurt? Did they beat? Like, did they really hurt this? No. I mean, eighty-eight. Okay. No. Um, and what did the local media? I mean, I can't imagine that. Where, where is this happening? What city is this again? This was in Pittsfield. Pittsfield, Western Mass. Mass. So this is yeah. Western wow. Mass. And this is a tough area, right? Somewhat poor area, I think. Pittsfield, yeah. A little bit. Okay. So. What happens? In, I mean, the local media, I mean, 88 they, years old. I so can't they ran imagine. one story. Really? Yeah, yeah, they ran one story about it, but we got... What's sort of, up with we, that? We That's got just some, so corrupt. Yeah, we got some internal emails from the police, and like one of the, I think it was one of the captains there was talking about how the this is going to ruin our reputation for years. And Taint. <laughs> they, they, he actually said that these two cops, like if any other cops had been sent to this situation, they wouldn't have like arrested it the elderly woman. It would not end in arrest. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they knew so immediately this, yeah. this was an embarrassment. So the cops even knew. Yeah, so they dropped the charges, but... And shockingly, that video wasn't available. Or, so, you know, so we think... Are know, those cops still cops, though? Oh, of course they are. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's a problem. Like, someone recognizes it's that these guys a, are unfit, and they can't do anything. Right, and then no, there's, there's no... There's, you know, you, you can't run on other cops, and all this is the crap. Oh. Yeah. So, I mean... Um, where it goes from there, you know, we think, all right, this this is nonsense. They you, just don't want to give us the video yeah, of say, Granny that, getting that, booked. You, I, would, I mean, you, that's you, why we asked. Maya, I love you because you know what? You just, I was about to ask the question and you just answered it before I even asked it, which and, is like, do you think the cops uh, got rid of this hard drive? <laughs> I mean, this is a great excuse for any uh, government agency dealing with a freedom of information request. I actually have. Oh, uh, one through a reporter right now that we filed against the mayor of Boston hmm. related to some medical marijuana right. deals that you might have been noticing yeah. in the local press. <laughs> We're looking for his emails related to those. Right. Um, and it would be very convenient for them to say, oh, we our hard drive crashed. Well, Do you yeah. think that they're lying on this because well, it's so well, embarrassing? That was our first thought. That was our first thought. And um, so I put in this sort of snarky, like, 
you know, show me the video of them, you know, <laughs> destroying the hard drive, you know. And, but, you know, also all correspondence and, you know, come to find out a little while later, they actually, you know, turn over some records showing that there was an honest-to-God hard drive crash. They lost a bunch of booking videos, um, and at that point it wasn't sure how many. We also had contacted the district attorney's office and said, you know, because, all right, if they had lost evidence, of course, they would have had to tell the DA because the DA would have to notify defense attorneys. So, we're, you know, we call them and we're like, you know, are you aware of this? And they do. You have, no. to, you, have, you have to ask the Pittsfield police. So they wouldn't talk to us. Wow. They wouldn't even tell us if they knew it happened. And right. then, so we sent them a records request asking for all the notifications to defense attorneys. Months later. Months well, later. Like several months later, yeah. And then they send us back some stuff that for, we asked for a few different things. They, they sent us some stuff, but no notifications to defense attorneys. So we kept talking to them, like, did you guys tell any defense attorneys? And they just refused to answer any of our questions. So right. Oh my God. And this Basically, we had to publish our story, like, to the best of our knowledge, they haven't told anyone. Right, and this is District Attorney Capeless out in uh, Western Mass. Oh, yeah, I, I'm familiar oh, with that yes, name. That so, guy. We're not, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> so, like, the next day after our our article came out, um, Capeless comes and basically says, we're lying. Um, he tells media out there, no, no, we answered their questions, um, and, of course, we made these, these notifications. Yeah, he lied. Well... Well, seemingly they notified at least one defense attorney. We've only been able to confirm one because he it, it's actually affecting the case in court. Like the the this this is an OUI case and the guy basically said this video is going to show that, you know, that my client was back at the police station like you know, 10 minutes after he was arrested and he is not drunk. Like but so he filed to get the case thrown out, but the judge would not throw it out. Mm. Based wow. on that alone. Yeah. There might have been some corroborating evidence. But so so it's affecting at least one case. And then to our knowledge, we don't know if he's actually told any other defense attorneys. He claims that there are multiple people notified, but they still will not honor our public records request for the notifications. So what can be done? It's a crime. Yeah, it's a, it's a crime. So district attorney is committing a crime. That's basically. right. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm not lying. Oh I'm not. Whoops, sorry. I'm, I'm, we're very close quarters today. I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> saying sorry for doing the, uh, what is that? Knee into knee no, by accident. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I'm not surprised, though, that a district attorney might have committed a crime in the state. Oh, there's really I, not I, a I totally go unpunished. <laughs> right. I think we may have another phone call. We had a call. Are we going to take the call now? Are they still there? Yeah, let's turn that up and see who's there. Yep. Uh, hi, who's uh, calling? Hey, it's Nicole Snow from the Massachusetts Patient Advocacy Alliance. Oh, hi, hi, Nicole. We got everybody hey. calling. Yeah, everyone's calling today. It must be a birthday or something. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to join in on the celebration and thank everybody for, you know, another great year of it's activism been... and community and awesome. You know, like, the whole show today is, like, exactly why the Young Jerks are so awesome. It's just, like, community, um, you know policy making change so congratulations everyone thank you thank you what did you think you about know, our interview uh, early you. on yeah well i'm before yeah i'm letting lauren say thank you i'm jumping all over that's a good response lauren but i'm all, well, also want to know what you thought about that interview earlier uh nicole right well, re really quick i don't want to forget congratulations to sage cannabis in the city of cambridge for yes um making that and for you possible. for the world yes thank yeah. you thank you of course, and all of the volunteers that came out, and you know, Michael Tulip, Jeremiah McKinnon, Madison, Kara, um, Stephen Mendilly, you, everyone who came out, you know, um, that's what makes change happen. So that's great work. There's some everyone. amazing speakers. Uh, yeah, like Stephen Mendilly, Andy Gauss. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, Monique Pichette. Yep. Um, and, you know, Dr. Jordan Tischler, Mary Beth DeGray, um, yeah. everyone was incredible. Yeah. And uh, um, Brianna. Brianna Morrell. She was great. Brianna Morrell. Oh, my God. Yep. She does. She's yeah, very persuasive. Mm-hmm. She's, um, she, her, her speeches are, like, so thorough and... You know, uh, she puts in all of the facts, and she's a patient herself, and now she's turning into an incredible advocate. And Mendeley, uh, that's Stephen Mendeley. It was amazing, too. He's a good speaker. Yeah. And you, too, uh, you too, Nicole. You did a great job. You just, you know, you could tell uh, the mayor totally uh, understood what you were saying, and it was right on the... It, all the um, testimony, it was so great on this last hearing, because the testimony really just built... It built on each other. It just showed the whole picture. So many great speakers. So I want to thank you for organizing that and getting everyone out in Cambridge. No problem. Thank you. And Mark Levy at Cambridge Day for covering all of that and drawing such a wonderful picture of what we were we were able to, to accomplish. That's it. And Mark McGovern, too. He was uh, really helping out on that, the city council oh, yeah. vice mayor. That's amazing. Um, so, again, I want to ask you, what did you think about that uh, interview earlier that we had? Uh, we talked about some medical marijuana in it with the attorney, John uh, Sofa, so, um, Sophia yeah. Sheft. Um, yeah, John Sheft. Uh, actually, he is working with the Massachusetts uh, Prevention Alliance, and they do talk about medical marijuana um, along with uh, their you know, discussion about adult use. And I think, you know, my focus really is medical marijuana and how it's perceived by the general public. And I think I'm really concerned about um, how they talk about and present medical marijuana patients because, you know, not everything they say is complete fact. And, you know, I don't like how it's been referred um you know, cannabis concentrates, which is are used as medicine, have been referred to as marijuana crack. Yeah, he right. said that that's today so too. That was kind of uh, that's, that's, inflammatory to patients, yeah, and no he, it's like they don't seem right. to get that or care, right? That medicine um, is so crucial to um, a certain population of patients that are facing a lot of pain and debilitation. Um, myself, I have multiple neck injuries and have been suffering suffering from chronic inflammation um, and nerve damage. Uh, so, you know, concentrates are necessary in situations where, like, I'm suffering from acute pain and muscle spasms. So I could imagine that is very useful to patients that are, you know, trying to curb their opiate use or get relief from a situation where they're suffering from acute pain. Uh, so, you know, we do, you know, want to sort of, like talk to them about you know you know softening their language because their you know their language when when they use this type of inflammatory language it affects patients that are waiting for safe access in their communities in the rest of the state of Massachusetts. Thank you. Yes. Any other comments on uh, the guests on the show today? We have Mike Conley here running for state rep, and also uh, Maya and Andrew from Bay, the Bay State Examiner. Just thank you all, and, um, you know, you guys are, like, the spirit of why this show continues to rock. So thank you. Happy two-year anniversary. Thank, thank you, Nicole. You. Thanks. <laughs> Talk thank to you later. Bye. We're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. 
Uh, we should be wrapping it up, but we might I go know. a little longer because we got some great guests. We got some I great know. calls. If you want to call in and uh, wish us happy two years, it's a comment. It's birthday party. Yeah, on the show today. Maybe yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll stay here. Is that okay, Herbie? Yeah. I think it's okay. They don't care. Nice. One thing I want to comment on is that... Um, that lawsuit that we talked about earlier uh, with the attorney, uh, John Sheft, John Sophia Sheft, um, it's been filed and signed by a bunch of people. Some of them are from Mass Prevention Alliance. We've confirmed that. Um, there's, uh, I believe, the treasurer. i got to find her name, but she was definitely on there, Carol, Carol Reed. Uh, she's the treasurer of Mass Prevention Alliance of uh, Medfield. Um, and one of the names on there was a David E. Sullivan, who is the East Hampton District Attorney. He is actually suing the Attorney General on this about uh, trying to get, uh, you know, to disqualify the legalization initiative. Oh, my gosh. Um, we had an attorney look at this. Uh, we, we have the legal complaint. We have all the information. Um, I have an, an election uh, a, a law attorney, uh, Stephen Epstein. Uh, he's a licensed practicing criminal defense and election law attorney, I would say, in Massachusetts. He's very experienced. He knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he said, DA Dave's signature on attachment exhibit E is what I found troubling. Oh, right. So, you know, I think um, if you're a reporter out there and, and you actually want to cover the story, maybe some people should start looking into the district attorneys and see if they're um, spending any time campaigning against legalization on. Uh, the public's dime, and uh, the Bay State Examiner, they do that type of work. Right. So. We have one. Yes? <laughs> I mean... You have something here that you want to yeah, weigh in absolutely. on, Matt? Well, uh, John is actually going to be um, speaking at a... Uh, well, it, it's that lobbyist group. I think we talked about them before, the Mass Municipal Association. Uh, they're throwing a event on the 13th of May uh, in Canton, I believe, um, with uh, the... Let's see, Walpole Police Chief, was it Hamden DA? I'm pretty uh, sure. Norfolk District Norfolk. Attorney Michael Morrissey. Right. And uh, some a public health director uh, and some substance abuse prevention coalitions. And yeah, it looks like they're basically having this little conference. Where so it's a private conference. Seemingly. Right. Of public officials. Paid for. With, with private contractors of those public officials, right? Pro lobbyists. It's yeah, lobbyists. Lobby yeah. You know, gathering... To secretly subvert the will it's of their those, voters. They'll be handing out models. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're handing out. Worse. So when is, is this? This is going to be uh, 13th, May 13th. May. And it's going to be attended by local, like, you know, politicians. Let me guess. Is attorney John Sophia Chef? Yeah, be? that's what yeah. we said. Yeah. We'll, we'll hit him up and see if we can get, get him to let you guys in. Right? Go, we'd love to, to, to report on it. They're going to yeah. be handing out um, these model, quote, model health regulations. So uh, they're going to be, you know, telling, sharing ideas for how they can sort of regulate and control marijuana at the local level once yep. it's legalized. And they're talking about doing the zoning for dispensaries in that model legislation for yep. towns and ordinance. Yeah. Yeah. Notice how he said there'd be no regulation. Towns and cities would have no say on it. It's, it's not true. Read the initiative. Um, and the initiative would give right. uh, the commission a lot of sway to control and regulate things. Right. And he said that just days before going to a thing where they're literally doing the regulation for yep. the cities and towns. Yep. Yeah, and so these people who are going to get these regulations are going to be local officials, so we're definitely going to, you know, file a public record Freedom request to some of these people who've attended it and get copies of it and find out of what the they're agenda. what they're planning on 
Oh, ramping no. through. Mm-hmm. This is like the local Bilderberg. I, I know. I, <laughs> you know. I want John back on the show, and I appreciate that he came on today. Um, but it almost felt like, uh, and I want to hear Rhodes. This is a moment, Rhodes, when I want you to weigh in, because I think you'd, you'd be really good on this real quick, because we're running out of time. But it almost seemed like we we're we we're interviewing uh, John today. It felt like we were, you know, I, I, I hate using this word. I hate, uh, you know, bringing it up, because, you know, it reads you down the rabbit hole. But uh, it almost seemed like we were interviewing the local Illuminati today, didn't it? You know, <laughs> right, like, it was weird. Like, like the money. The, 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 this is the 1% that uh, the graph, you know, it's it's a game. He, You know, they're making money off the public dime, and here they are against this initiative for the people. Am I wrong on that? What do you think? No, Rob? absolutely. I think you're absolutely correct. The people have spoken, and right now they're doing everything in their power to subvert the will of the people. Yeah. And it's again, not a conspiracy theory. It's no, right in no, your no, face. Right in the, it's, this is real. Thing. Here's the thing I want to say. He's like, again, he pointed out the fact that marijuana has never ruined anyone's lives. He's right. Marijuana hasn't. It's the, it's the law enforcement against, it. against yeah. marijuana exactly. that's ruined people's right, lives. Right, right. Okay? Yeah. So, exactly. He's right in that matter. And I want to point out the fact that again it is a plant that naturally grows on the planet okay and they are not <laughs> gods so how can they actually claim yeah. to outlaw something that they really you know it's a weird and so when is this meeting that you were talking about andrew Maya? Me- where is it because uh, i think maybe we should try to get some people to protest it or something it's this is really bugging may me 13th. Now. may 13th in canton. canton what day is that canton like a wednesday uh, friday uh, saturday you, see, we you can't i don't even um, know it's a friday know that is. and what time it's friday 8.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Ooh, in the morning. morning. Uh, yeah, really 30 a.m. Free donuts and coffee. It's Canton? At, at the Bank of Canton at 490 Turnpike Street. Are you going to try to get in there? Yeah. I'll, I'll, get, you, I'll get you John's email. <laughs> I'll definitely try to help you out to That'd get in great. there. I think we need I some might, journalists. Yeah. And I'm going to ask John. I'm going to challenge John. I, I appreciate John came on, answered the questions. I hope right. you can continue to have him on the show. Um, I, I'm glad our people weighed in. We didn't try to ambush him. We, yep. we tried to help Rhodes back. We were like, just well, the two of us. We let him talk. Yeah. We didn't, well, he didn't hang up in anger. Yeah, we no. didn't yell at him. We scared him a little bit, but not too much. I had Lauren here protecting him because she sometimes, like Lauren. I'm the is, voice of reason. Yeah, she's the voice of reason when I go overboard. And, and Rhodes, having Rhodes with me, it would have been too much. All yeah. I'm saying is that we the people were, were speaking against against that one. You have that thing, we the people. It's starting to wear on me, like like in a good way. At first I was like, oh God, you Rose shut up. Rose is the voice it. of the people. But it's, but it's like repetition. Like one thing on repetition, it works in radio. You know what? I'm giving does, the listener a little hint. I do a lot of repetition. I like you, we the people. So do it one time in like five seconds, Rhodes. We <laughs> the people. There you go. And we're with Mike Conley. Mike Conley. uh, Again, you're running for Mass State Rep against Tim Toomey, who I think is pretty decent in some respects. Unfortunately, Tim Toomey didn't get to vote the other night at the city council. You were there testifying for the medical marijuana because he's a state rep. He had to go vote on that. But I just noticed it. Um, I don't think he's going to support legalization like you will. So I'm leaning towards you. Um, (laughs) You're kind of the voice. I mean, he's a friend of the show. And you're the new guy. But we're going to try to have Tim Toomey on the show. And maybe we can have a little debate or something, a public forum. That would be exciting. You you would do that with us, right, if we had him on? Sure. If he says yes? Sure. Do you expect to get any debates with him? Has, Has that been talked about? Um, we haven't gotten that far yet, but I think, I think there will be, yes. Um, and also I should mention while I'm here, why not, uh, we have a kickoff event planned because I've been, you know, collecting signatures, organizing Yeah, you there yet? Because the the deadline's coming, right? Oh yeah, we have way more, way more than the numbers of signatures. You're always working it, aren't you? I am, yeah, I enjoy it and it's, it's free exercise and, um, we have a kickoff event, it's May 12th, um, where is it? It's at Out of the Blue 2 oh, Art yeah. Gallery and more. And, and I'm nice really proud of that. Out. We could have done it at, you know, a bar room or a restaurant. Yeah. In where? Out well, of the Blue 2. 
um, art gallery. In Inman, right? Yeah. Uh, the new it, one or the old well, one? Well, it's in Central Square. Well, it's in Central yeah. Square. Right. That's right. They moved. Oh, okay. I like the that. Old, Mass Ave, right? Yeah, it's the old Blockbuster Video yep. right. location. Nice, so you're nice. all invited. Um, nice. That's a nice location. Some great folks will be there, and it's 6.30 p.m. Uh, that will Thursday, be May 12th? Thursday, May 12th. 6.30 right. to 8.30. Uh, I mm. encourage people to go. especially kick off. Uh, yeah, if you're in the marijuana reform community, come out and meet Mike Conley. Shake yeah. his hand. Shake his hand. He, he helped us with medical marijuana. He's helping us with legal. He's saying the right things. He's he's always around the show here. Tell him you heard, you know, met him and heard him on the Young Jerks, and you wanted to thank him. Uh, this is the day, May twelfth. Come out. He's going to be on the ballot. Um, I want to ask you uh, for people that'll, you know, maybe just hearing you, maybe for the first time, or maybe people that know both of you and Tim, weighing right. it out. Why should they pick you over Tim Toomey? Well, you know, I think that's a great question. I, I think <laughs> and that, quick and quick though. Well, I think we need progressive leadership on Beacon Hill. You know, I think I think uh, no disrespect to anyone else, but I think we can all look at Beacon Hill and 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 say we're not getting uh, a state government that's really responding to the needs of of everyone, everyone who isn't a millionaire, basically. And I think if you know, you look at my story and the work that I've done in the community. Um, I have a lot to offer, and, and I'm just hoping that over the course of this campaign, um, I'll get that opportunity to serve. So, so that'd be my pitch as of today, and it may, it may get um, more refined as we. Let move me forward. follow up with that. Are you getting? Uh, I know you talk to a lot of voters, but you also, you know, you're a Democrat and you're running in the Democratic primary. There's a lot of local leaders. They know you. You've been around. You've been around a few elections. Are you getting that kind of support? Do you think you're going to get some endorsements? Have you gotten any endorsements yet? I, I think I will. I, I think I'm, I'm not ready to announce anything tonight, um, but I do think that I will get uh, support here in Cambridge, here in Somerville, and um, and the response has really been positive. You know, because people people appreciate it when they see here's someone who wants to serve. You know, and I think when we look at our legislature, so often. Um, we don't even have a competitive race. This will be the first. I know, right? This That's will... what's so exciting about it. That's why I'm definitely having you on, supporting you, maybe overboard. I don't care because right. we need competition. And especially with someone like you that really is engaged and cares and, and compa- like you, you have compassion, but you're even more importantly, you have passion for it. You're out there. You love right. it. I see you. You're smiling. You're happy. I think Maya, did you have a question for him? Yeah. Did you guys have say, a question for Mike Conley? Yeah. Um, what's your position on uh, public records and I- improving access? Full, full support. I, I actually attended, when was it? It was a cold day back in January, uh, the rally up on Beacon Hill, and I made a point to uh, to be there for the public records rally because I think it's so vital. And, and, you know, I think in particular with our state legislature, not only is it the public records law that needs to be updated, you know, issues around transparency in the legislature, whether we're talking about term limits for the speaker, whether we're talking about what happens in committees, it's very opaque. The bills go to committee, how they come out of committee, it's it's very opaque. And so I'm full support of public records. And on top of that, you know, all manner of reform on Beacon Hill. Well, one of the interesting things about the public records bill is they made a point to have their committee meetings in public and they're letting anybody show up and testify. So I think that's something that should just be, you know, standard for all the bills. Absolutely. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't think our current public records law applies to the legislature. No, not they at exempted all. themselves. Yeah, right. which really stinks. I mean, uh, you know, it's good that I can uh, ask for requests from the mayor of Boston 
But why can't I ask the governor? Why yeah, can't I ask the is, uh, Jason Lewis's office? You know, all right. this craziness going on. What I want to know about their meetings with Patriot Care the, and some of these other groups. Yeah, the governor was that actually exempted all. by a court decision, a court which I don't even think makes any sense. But because no. the, the law is pretty broad, it says like all state agencies are. I mean, I think that would include the governor, but I guess there's a weird court precedent that because the law doesn't say the governor, he's exempt somehow. Doesn't what? really make any sense. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's great. And I think, you know, I think it's probably fair to say, uh, let me know if you all agree, that our state Senate, uh, on both public records and on many issues, has been more proactive, more progressive than the state House. Totally. Absolutely. And I want to join the House to really, you know, follow in the footsteps of the Jamie Eldridges, the Dan Wolfs, the Pat Jalens. Uh, these are folks definitely on the Senate side mm -hmm. who are leaders progressive leaders and i think that it's pretty fair to say that the house has been really the bottleneck for progress on so many issues and i'm hoping that through my campaign and hopefully serving as a state rep i'll be able to influence that in a good way mm -hmm. cool. i hope so too me too I, that'd be awesome i think uh, we need some younger people on there as well and you all can help out i mean New these people. elections the last contested primary in the district was 12 years ago Total voter turnout was on the order of about six thousand. So you think about that. That's wow. That's yeah. Know, that's not a very. Big how many votes did you would you did you get for city council last time? Well, for city council, I got uh, around eight hundred forty-five number one votes. Which but there's a lot more competition, which obviously. are hard to come by because there's twenty-three names yeah. on the ballot. Uh, if you look at it in terms of who ranked me in their that's top what I'm nine, saying. Yeah. That was uh, around 5,000-ish, yep. and that actually put me... So you're close. That put me actually in the same ballpark oh, yeah. as Rep Toomey. Exactly. Um, he's also... And you, you were competitive with some of those other guys, right? You, you just, right. you know, it was close. You it, almost, was, it was very close. And, and, you know, it's all good. I mean, you know, we had great, many great counselors win, and I'm, and I'm working closely with, with many of them now on, on city stuff. And I think that's another. Who are some of your favorites, if you don't mind me asking? Because well, I, got some I mean, of I have to start. Right with, I have to start with Councillor Carlone. He hired me yeah. to to work with him in City Hall for the better part of the past two years. Obviously, I've been working very closely with Councillor Mazin for a number of years. I've been working. We love him. I love Nadine. He's working good. closely with really, with Councillor really Devereaux. It. Yeah, Devereaux. Oh, we love her. I love yes, her now. Yes, Jane yes. Devereaux is just. I'm so happy she's on that city council. Yeah, I think they need another Real. woman on there, and she's the right one. She, Absolutely, she really thinks. She goes out. She does the work. She takes it seriously. And you know, and, people representative. And I have you know a lot of respect for you know Mayor Denise Simmons. Yep. I think she really yes. leads the city in a good way. Um, and you know, Councilor McGovern, I'm I'm also very uh, have a lot of respect for the work that he's doing on all sorts of issues. He was kind of ribbing you about the plastic bags. I don't know if you heard that on the previous podcast. Oh, I kind of. No. Got you in some trouble, I think. Oh, really? Oh, what did yeah. he have to I, say? I think I gave you too much credit for the plastic bags, and he wanted to say right, that some other right. people. And I think he, I don't know, it was funny. I could tell that it was a little, yeah, it's well. funny when you see maybe there's a little rivalry, Mike Conley. Sometimes, you know, you're you're uh, a rising star, and you never know who might yeah. get a little. Yeah, well, you know. I was starting trouble. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love Mark McGovern, so I don't want to start any trouble between <laughs> you two. Yeah, well. I you like a, Mark, don't you? I do, I do. I mean, he, uh, you know, I he's fighting for. For the right things. He's a kid. Uh, what does he call himself? Just a kid in Cambridge. Just a kid in that. Cambridge. Yeah. So, uh, Mike Conley, uh, before we, we're way over, like Herbie's looking at us now, it's time to go. Yeah. Uh, we want to thank you for coming on, but I want to give you one little hard time, too, because the plastic bag thing, you were a big part of that, right? Yes. The Cambridge ban. 
Right. I love you and I hate you for it. Right. You know why? <laughs> why is that? Because I love, like, I don't have to look at the, the plastic bags littering the streets and ending up in the trees, which is really ugly and gross, which I see all the time where I'm living in Cambridge. But the other hand, I have dogs and I love those free little bags. It's like, those, <laughs> it's the one thing that you get free in life when you, you know, you, you purchase, you know, you know, toothpaste. You get a little bag, you take it home, you can carry your lunch in it, then you can use it for your doggy, you know. And I'm bummed it's gone in Cambridge, so. I just Do you hear that at all? Are people upset? Like, what's the what's? It's am, hard am I when alone? you don't plan for things, and then you don't have a bag. Like, I yeah. know in LA they didn't have any plastic bags, and I was now I gotta dying. buy the bag. So Fitting stuff in my what, purse. Have you heard any bad feedback like that, Mister Conley, or am I just a, I I'm think, an outlier? I, I've heard a few complaints. Um, I've heard mostly positive stuff. It am I be. just selfish? I mean, I think we're, I'm just selfish tell me too. I'm selfish. You might give I'm selfish too. Well, no, I mean, I get it. You know, you can't you can't please all the. All the people, all the time, but yeah. but overall, virtually, you know, most the the vast majority of the feedback has been very positive, and people have said I thank you. And, and a lot of and cities and towns it. are uh, thinking about doing it. I think even the state might consider it now. Which well, is great. Right. Yeah. It's just kind of crazy. You're putting the most biodegradable thing inside the most non-biodegradable thing. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it breaks down in the ocean. It does kill a lot of animals. Let's be. Yeah. I know I joke around. I'm a little. Why you don't know, they just make biodegradable bags? Yeah. yeah. I know, made out of hemp. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, disposable plastic bags. Because you know what? As somebody who lives a chaotic life and doesn't always drive and can't, like, get, you know, it's really frustrating. Do you need not, a bag? Yeah, well, I, mean, I have a giant. And purse, the other thing I don't like about stuff. the bags is they get dirty. You got to clean them out. Yeah, it's we're, a we're going off the. We got to go. Have a we're, bag on we're, you? We are like, way over. Our podcasting yeah. time is going to be. We're going to like. We pay for usage now too on the podcast. Oh man, huh? we're going to be way over. We 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 had a packed show. We're giving you we all the money for your for your, the value. What all the money the for the bang for your buck. The bang for their yeah. buck. Yeah, or, or their their ears. We're throwing it because this is our anniversary. So yeah, birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Can I say one last thing? Yes, you can. So we've been trying to get the governor to agree your challenge to no, the beer versus joint. Yeah, beer versus so joint. I have emailed the press uh, spokes guy for the governor eight times and he will not respond to you me eight times. Yeah, I just did it one like the last time. Well, that guy from Friday. Twitter wouldn't either. What was his name? The guy on Twitter, the uh, communications guy. For oh, the governor. yeah. He, after we went after him, he just stopped responding. He wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I know, and people say you'll never get a response, and, and that means you lose. And, and and why would they respond to you? And it's like, no, that means we're winning. We're right. keep asking. <laughs> They're clearly uh, will you, will you just now. keep us updated on that? Because will you? Yeah, are you going to keep questions. asking? I'll them? have to call them or something soon. <laughs> will you? Will you keep emailing? Yeah, I will. Well, you're not getting in trouble, right? No. Uh, no. You just say Mike Crawford made me do it. No, I mean I don't care. I like Dan the man. We got to find out if he called too. We're gonna start pressuring him. Like when this Walsh, governor Wal- oh, Walsh, right. we got to continue to hammer those guys. He said, You're right. he's, he, said yeah. he was gonna take the guy Bill Down- Bill Downing on a like tour of a yeah. detox yeah. to show him how yeah. terrible marijuana was. I asked if the tour of the marijuana detox will be open to the press and if uh, I can come. Yeah, right. right? He didn't get back to me on that. A marijuana detox. I'm sorry. A marijuana. detox? love to see that. They talked a lot of BS. No. Okay, I was gonna say. There is no marijuana detox. No, I asked. He just wants to say that everyone in detox started with marijuana. That's his thing. Except the man never started with marijuana. He never used marijuana. It was all booze for him. Right. And we're again, we're talking, as some of you probably already know, uh, about the beer versus joint challenge that we did against the governor of Massachusetts and the uh, some of the memes that we put out. There's been a big campaign uh, against legalization coming from the mayor of Boston, Marty Walsh. And the governor. Alcoholic and uh, the governor. Uh, <laughs> so we, we're going back to that. And, and we definitely right. can continue. And we appreciate Andrew because he helped us initially with that campaign. <laughs> uh, I got a lot of response. And we killed it because the governor was actually helping us with medical marijuana. And he was saying the right things. 
but then he's changed recently, uh, and it's because of this legalization fight. So we're, we've started it back up, and I'm glad that you asked the governor eight times, the governor's <laughs> aide, and I hope you continue to do it. And I hope you write some more stories on it, because the first story you wrote was amazing. Uh, we, we all need to keep the pressure up. I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, Andrew and Maya from Bay State Examiner. Thank you. Thank you for thank doing you. all the work that you do, thebaystateexaminer.com. And uh, thank you for all the support. We get all the phone calls. We, we had a lot of messages this week. Everyone's been messaging us, congratulating us on two years. Uh, we wouldn't be doing it without you. Thank you uh, for supporting the show. Thank you, Lauren Pespiza. Thank you to Mike. Thank you, Mike. Yes, yes. And thank you. Mike Cahan. Yes. And Frank Capone, who's the old host. Oh, yeah. Yes. Herbie here. All the guests that we've had. Uh, Bob Lobel, especially. Evan Felchuk, another big one. Right. Yeah. Uh, Diane Russell. Uh, uh, Felix Arroyo was our first guest with Valerie Malta. Um, we got, we got Leland Chung on a lot. Yeah, all the politicians have come in. Um, mm -hmm. I've loved the organizations like BCAT, which is Boston Police. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, I love these new organizations. The Resilient we Cooters, have on. I yep. love them too. Stuff like yep. that. Lucian uh, Greaves. Oh, Lucian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, we love the Satanic Temple. Yes, yeah. I love them. I Herbie, got you got someone you want to throw in that you want to uh, You guys should set it, man. <laughs> oh, you like them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got yeah. the Satanic Temple. Yeah, we've had a lot of good guests and good shows. I'm sure we're leaving a few out, but Will Luzier from the campaign to regulate marijuana like alcohol. Nicole Snow, who called in oh, today, yeah, and patients. And so, Ellen Brown. Brown, yeah. Ellen Brown. So, we got a lot of them in today. But uh, uh, we'll be back next week. We promise, 6 p.m. We're way over time. We are so over time. Uh, the New Year's. Is it New Year's? New Year's program's coming up. The, the New uh, Year's? Progressive prog rock Ooh. music show. I, I like these guys. They're very cool. They're yes. nice guys. They're here uh, every week after us at 8 p.m. Another great music show here at WEMF yeah. Radio. Uh, they had a few weeks ago someone I really like, uh, Laney Schooltree. Uh, so, you know, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, I like these guys. They, they're doing uh, local music that we like. And so stick around, keep listening. WEMF Radio, keep it locked every Saturday at 6 p.m. We're the Young Jerks. And again, I want to thank, too, before us every week is, uh, you know who comes before us. Who comes before us, Lauren Pispiza? Oh, uh, Ryan. Ryan. The Ryan outlaw. Spaulding. Ryan the outlaw Spaulding. Road the outlaw Roadshow. Road yeah. He's got the bourbon. Yeah. And he, had a <laughs> full, and he had a full rundown going today. He was, like, boring the crap out of me because I don't like that show. Um, <laughs> what is it called? Game of Thrones. Oh, and, God. Uh, some people love it. Herbie's totally into it. Some people are really love into it. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good so, book. I read the I'm book. I'm just glad that uh, people like Ryan's show before ours, and uh, he gets the listeners, and he's a good dude. Congratulations, yeah, Ryan. he's a good dude. And don't cry too much about Tom Brady. He'll be back after four games. You know? <laughs> right, I'm right, not right. celebrating over here. <laughs> right. I'm actually thinking it should be one game. You know, I I'm with you on that. So... 617-500-7100 is the phone number if you want to know for the future. Put in your phone right now. We'll be back next week, Saturday, 6 p.m., The Young Jerks. My name is Mike Crawford. She is. I'm Lauren Bespiza. And we want to again thank Bay State Examiner, thebaystateexaminer.com, for coming in. Andrew Amaya. Thank you. Thank you. And Rose Pierre and Mike Conley, uh, running for state rep. Thank you. And Herbie again in uh, WEMF Radio. They're two years strong, too. Congratulations to us all. We'll see you next week.